Good afternoon, good evening, however you want to slice it. It's your boy Xavier, and I'm coming to you live from Carborough, North Carolina. I want to share why I made this podcast. So, this podcast is for undergraduates, graduate students, people thinking about going back to school, people who take their education seriously. And I wanted to make this podcast because um, there are a lot of people out there who, like me, were wondering what education could do for their career. Um, And I wanted to make this because I feel as though there aren't a lot of people that talk about science who are underrepresented. And I say that because it's just not many of us out there. Like, I know a handful of people who, like, really, like, made it to these institutions. But, I, yeah, I wanted to really just make this f- for people like me. So the overall mission of this podcast is to self-identify. And when I say that, I mean I want other black, yellow, white people, whatever, your creed or color, your ethnicity, your race, whatever, I want to show the talent that is out there um, in the science community. So what I'm going to be doing is just disseminating what people have done in their field who are just astronomically like beheld by the scientific community. And I'm also going to talk to local scientists um, and share what their take out of science is and what their overall take on life is. Like, why did they decide to pursue whatever they're pursuing? And I hope you guys all enjoy this podcast and um, choose to keep listening if you are listening. So yeah, just to give you a little background on who I am and uh, how I got to the place I am. Um, So I'm actually originally from Cleveland, Ohio. um, And to, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And also I was a terrible student. Uh, Not terrible, but I was not, if you were to say, where's Xavier going um, to do next after high school, you probably would have said something along the lines of uh, probably not be in graduate school pursuing a PhD, that's for sure. Um, So yeah, I was a probably low B average student uh, from Cleveland, Ohio, from the suburbs, who was thrown into this privatized um, school system that I just had to kind of like adjust myself um, to just assimilating with other people who didn't share the same complexion or walk of life that I had. So, you know, normal people shit is what happened. (laughs) Normal people shit. I had a normal person life, if you will. Um, So after, after high school in Ohio, I moved to Atlanta, Georgia, where I started my college career at the illustrious Morehouse College. And if you 
are African American, you surely know about HBCUs. But if you're not, um, Morehouse College is a historically black college, um, and HBCU stands for Historically Black College and University, or University. And this was really different for me. So as I mentioned before, I came from um, a private school, which mainly it was just white people for real. So it was like super different, right? And I hadn't grown up with a community of black people um, until I got to college. So as you can imagine, the media like portrays at that time um, African-Americans to be like not good people. I was genuinely scared, which is weird. I was really scared of my own people which was something that I don't think I want my children to go through. I don't think anybody should go through that. Um, I think you need to just embrace your people. That's another, that's a whole nother topic of conversation. But yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty scared to go to Morehouse College. Um, However, when I got there, um, uh, I was warped into like a totally different culture that I never thought um, even existed, right? So I'm a freshman in 2013, uh, majoring in, uh, I don't even know what my major was. I think it was like biomedical engineering. My school, Morehouse, didn't even have an engineering school. So as you can imagine, like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Most college freshmen don't, right? And mind you, I had picked biomedical engineering as a major because I saw this fucking movie, and I'm sure you listeners have seen this movie if you like science it was uh planet of the apes right with james franco i fucking love james franco so it was crazy so i I, you know i was i saw that movie and i really wanted to become a biomedical engineer because i just thought that was like the coolest thing like like the fact that people do research on like animals or do research and study this one specific thing, and like that movie really made it seem like it was life or death, right? Um, so I just wanted to love something like that, and so you know I warped myself into this uh, crazy world of science, and have, since I've I've never looked back. And so as I matriculated through uh, the house, as I call it, as we call it, my fellow brethren call it um i really started to develop this love for science and um speculation and observation you know um i think science is like one of those rare type of aspects of life which sometimes can't be explained and that's okay because some things aren't meant to be explained but um i think back when I was an undergraduate, literally like a year ago. Um, and it's just crazy to to think that science has had this much of an impact on me in such little time, right? So yeah, kid from Cleveland, Ohio, moved to Atlanta, didn't know shit about science. I literally want to share my, I wonder if I have that, my high school transcript (laughs) because 
yeah, it was bad. It was rough on your boy. I was in all the remedial classes in high school, and shit was, ugh, hated class. Just still low-key hate class. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's a little bit of background on me. And currently, I am now a graduate student in a doctoral program at the University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill, uh, where I'm pursuing a PhD in biophysics. Now, this is pretty, when I usually say that to people, um, they usually have like, oh, like, why would you, why would you want to research biophysics? Oh, that's so like weird. And that's so like, that seems hard as fuck. Like, why would you ever want to put yourself through this torment? Right. Um, so that's a long story in and of itself. However, um, I'll just give you the brief little overview. Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to be able to become, a biomedical engineer but i heard that physics gives you all the tools you need to um turn yourself into basically it, it, it's the most open major within science that allows you to diverge into other fields of science so like if you're uh, a physicist maybe you can go into mathematics or you can go into just being a statistician or doing some data mining or, you know just like random other eclectic fields that uh, that have skills that are like transferable right and so i wanted that i wanted to harness that energy haha <laughs> that was a pun uh, i wanted to harness that energy and uh remain open-ended to whatever you know so yeah chose f physics and the reason i'm choosing biophysics now is because uh I still have that like love and burning passion for biological questions. And so at base, what biophysics, what I understand it to be is it's the study of intermolecular uh, reactions and their interaction. So um, mind you, I've only been taking this class for, or I've only been in this program for almost nine months, right? It's, um, it, it the expected graduation rate for somebody in a doctoral program is not always like um, pinpointed, if you will. So like the worst thing to ask somebody is when they're gonna actually graduate. <laughs> if you're in a PhD program, obviously, because um, it's it's such a variable amount of time, because um, there are so many variables in your research. It's ridiculous. If you do research, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. But yeah, so um, I got a little bit into why I want to become a scientist, but my ultimate and future goal of uh, career path, my, my ultimate career path, what I would want to do is to lead my own laboratory uh, and study what I want, really want to study, which is um, neurodegenerative diseases ultimately uh, and lead my own lab in that field uh, I won't get into like the very personal shit but yeah that's what I'm super interested in <laughs> um, so the reason ultimate reason I want to become a scientist is I want to you know we got to make ends meet I want uh, you know I want uh, a little pocket change too you know that's not it's not the worst of it all. Uh, a, lot of, a little money on the side wouldn't hurt. And I know that uh, being a 
principal investigator pretty much in any field uh, where you're leading a team is like very lucrative. Um, but uh, I do this because I want to do this because of the passion I have for it. Um, obviously, I said earlier, uh, I, I've been doing this for maybe five years. Like, um, So I'm super new. Right. And I've I'm a first year graduate student, so I'm even super, super new. And if you don't have uh, as much experience as I do, that doesn't mean that I'm a better scientist than you. You probably you could be the next Nobel laureate. You know what I'm saying? Like. But at the same time, you know, um, I think that given time, anybody could do fucking anything. So, um, yeah. So the first time I was introduced to research was in undergrad uh, at Morehouse. And when I was a freshman, I remember I had these two RAs and they were like super big into science, whatever, whatever. And they took me to, they took a group of students um, from my residence hall to this one lady. And she was known as like the person that puts niggas on for real, like with the science shit. So I was like, okay, yeah, bet. Like, I would love to earn a little check, and I don't really care where it's coming from. And so, like, I didn't have, like, oh, this instinctual thing, like, oh, let me go do research on campus. No, it was, like, super fucking random. It was this program called uh, the MBRS RISE program. And this initiative is mainly for uh, students from diverse backgrounds, so underrepresented students again. And the program was... Um, this funded program that for students specifically interested in biomedical sciences. So naturally, um, being that I saw that James Franco shit, you know, that had me on the grind for real, for real. <laughs> so yeah, I I hit up her and you know I wrote my essay, or whatever, and I got in. And so that shit was like, whoa, okay, cool. Now I have like the means to. Um, you know, pursue, uh, like, uh, internships, you know, like, I'd have something on my resume that makes me look good, so let me just run with the shit, like, there was no specific plan, like, mind you, I'm just, like, randomly doing things, like, I have no idea, like, what research is, basically, so the first year, you know, how you, you, you have rules to, and requirements to the program or whatever, right, but, you know, I was basically faking it till I made it, honestly. Like, I didn't know um, what research was after my first year because I just was, like, tr- actively finding, trying to find somebody who would just, like, work with me and actually tell me uh, about and show me, like, how to do research because I, again, had no concept of it, right? So my first year was kind of just, like, bullshitting. And, um, and then after my first year, I applied to this summer program guess what at Princeton right I'm thinking oh yeah like this shit's gonna be so easy bro like no like I had no concept of what the fuck I was doing and so I just applied to like hella like hoity-toity Ivy League schools and I got in at one and I was like whoa what the fuck (laughs) like this is so random right um okay like I'll 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 go right so I did a summer internship at Princeton when I got there bro like I was not ready 
whatsoever. I was not ready for the level of research that I was doing. Like, I didn't know what to do in a lab. I didn't know any techniques. I haven't had one biology class since a, since I was a freshman in high school. And I'm a, uh, a research assistant on a pro- I have my own project in a lab in an Ivy League school. So fucking random, bro. So I say all that to say, like, bro, if I could do that shit, you could do anything. There, now, I will say, since I was not prepared to go into this atmosphere, shit. That shit backfired. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck I was doing in the lab, whatever. And I was like, just, I seemed uninterested, which I was, and I just had no concept of what the fuck was going on. Um, so my graduate student, you know, they're showing me, that, or my mentor slash graduate student was showing me, like, what I was supposed to be doing, like, with experiment-wise, but, like, if you know research, and if you've done research before, like, wet lab research, um, yeah, like, you know this shit's hard, right? Um, but imagine, like, a literally a a guy who just saw a movie going into lab and just trying to do that shit like <laughs> that was my fucking life bro uh this shit was weird so yeah i did that internship uh i did a poor poor job um but i grew from that and that really taught me that yeah like maybe you should probably do something on your level, like you can't just shoot for the stars all the time and expect everything to align. I'm not saying like don't shoot for the stars. I'm just saying like maybe build up a repertoire before you dive into the deep end. You know, um, so yeah. So I did an internship through that through this program. Right, came back second year, really like humbled, like super super humbled, uh, and I did like another internship the next year and I just kept like doing internships to build my uh my portfolio if you will and just get exposed to as many different types of things as I could uh science wise how exactly I got to the graduate program I am in now is a very interesting story as well um and if you're on the grind, if you're on the hunt to get into a graduate program or a top tier graduate program or just genuinely, if you're on the grind, bro, I have a testament, man. So I, like I said, I wasn't the best student, even in gra- under, uh, undergrad, I was not a great student, Um I graduated with like a three, uh, three two eight, three point two eight. So like not super high of a, uh, you know, class wise shit. Like <laughs> my transcript was not perfect, um, but I did actively pursue and follow up with people. I networked, you know. So that's the crux of like really how I got here. Um, so. Let me just speak about that more in depth. So I knew I wanted to go to graduate school because I did all these internships. I didn't want to waste my time, you know, um, that I put in and the effort I put in. And I just I just love the shit genuinely. So 
I did an internship at UNC, right? That's where I go now. I went University of North Carolina. I did an internship the summer before my senior year. And so that's how like this school even got on my radar. Um, and now, so I'm coming back after that internship. It's time to apply. So, you know, I'm deep in it, trying, trying to write statements of purpose and all that other bullshit that you have to like really like the required mandatory things that everybody hates to do. Right. And I'm like, I need, I need to do way more than the average student because like I'm one, I'm coming from HBCU. So there's already a stigma, which I don't understand why there is a stigma, but there's definitely a stigma. And that's another conversation again for another episode. But yeah, I'm coming from an HBCU. I'm also at a deficit because my grades are nowhere near the caliber of other students who are applying to these top tier institutions and programs. So I have to even more so network with people in position of power. So yes, I was hitting up the white niggas like, what's up? Bro, I'm trying to get here. <laughs> so I was really on the grind on the hunt. You feel me? So um, my strategy for that was to reach out to as many directors, officers w- as possible. And it sounds like super like, duh, like do that, duh. But that's literally the truth. Um, so when... What I would do is my whole strategy, my whole my whole game plan was, all right, I'm going to actually go on like these pre-recruitment trips, right? So I actually see them face to face. So I get like real deep in them, you know, like all nice and tender, like real soft. But yeah, like I hit them up for these pre-recruitment trips, right? Um, and those trips are basically like they fly you out. Um, you know, you got to write a statement and all that shit. Uh, it's all pol- political, whatever, whatever. So I, I get, uh, and then they like, you know, they give you shit. They talk about their program. So they like actively recruit you before you actually apply. So it's great. I felt like a D1 athlete. It was cool. Um, so I applied to one at Northwestern. I applied to one here. I applied to one. Ohio State, I applied to like all these other schools, uh, right, trying to get my foot in the door, wedge my foot in the door. And so that was like super dope because a lot of them actually accepted me because I'm not going to lie, just to like toot my horn a little bit, my research in undergraduate, like it was crazy lit. Like I mentioned, I went to Princeton, I went to Stanford, I went to, uh, I was a Scott, like finessing like scholarship programs, not finessing because that has a bad connotation, but I was like getting into some really good scholar programs, right? And so that like really uh, built my uh, resume. And it's not like a like this one thing on my resume was like the thing that got me in. Like, no, it's a multitude of things and experiences and opportunities that I took advantage of that led me to the place I am now. So um, yeah, where was I? Yeah, so I'm at a fucking, I'm doing all these, uh, these pre-interviews and, like, pre-recruitment. I'm asking the questions, you know, I'm 
you know, making hella close contact with, you know, the, uh, the people who are going to be, like, assessing me, right? So I already tried to get my foot in the door that way. So that was, like, super, um, I would say, like, not many students had that opportunity. And that's why I think is one of the reasons, because I had so much contact with them, why they let me the fuck in. So uh, I did that. Uh, and the mandatory shit, like the statement of purpose, all that shit, like, you know, nobody wants to talk about that. So I just, I sent it to as many people as possible, blah, blah, blah. Um, but if I had to like whittle it down to one core thing about myself that like got me here is just resilience, bro. Like literally resilience. So my senior year, uh, as I mentioned, did an internship here at UNC and I made a lot of money. I also spent a fuck ton of money, right? A stupid fuck ton. Like I wasn't, I still continue to be like very loose with money, right? So I get home after the summer, you know, for like two weeks, I'm chilling at my parents' house and yeah, I only had $800 to my name, right? I remember it, it like like it was yesterday, $800 to my name. And me and my mom are having this conversation. Like, so mom's like, yeah, you have to find a way to pay your own rent, your own bills. I'm going, and mind you, I'm flying back to Atlanta in like a week with only $800 to my name. I somehow have to make it to May. It's fucking August. I need to make it till May, right? $800 to my name. No financial support from my mom or dad. And I have a whole ass apartment, a whole ass car, right? So super humbling, bro. That shit, I was genuinely scared. So I'm back in Atlanta. It was stressful. I'm having PTSD just thinking about it. But back in Atlanta, I'm like, shit, I need to find a job. And, you know, if you know about applying to grad school, you know this shit is not free, right? So, nigga, I'm applying for fee waivers like a motherfucker, bro. Like, I'm hitting. <laughs> That's another reason why I'm hitting up the directors and going on all these trips to see the actual campus and shit before I actually apply. Because I needed fucking fee waivers, bro. I'm already in the scholarship program that gives me like uh almost $2,000 uh uh a semester, right? But uh I found a job working at this toy store. I also was like working at this uh fast food place in Atlanta, right? So and then I also had uh to do research. So, as you can imagine, a nigga was stress pressed in depressed like and I'm all I just had this vision though right in my mind like I knew where I was gonna be in a year I knew what I wanted to do um and I just had this burning passion like I can't there's no way I'm not going to make it right that was always like 
the idea in my head. I was like, I knew I was going to graduate school. I knew I was going to be doing top level science um, with world renowned like researchers, you know. I'm not saying like UNC is the best institution out there. You know, some people would argue differently, right? Um, but I think it was a, it's, it's a testament, honestly, that I'm even here. Um, being African American, Black African American, male. Um, I said Black African American. Yeah, African and African American, Black male. You know, that shit is super rare. Once again, this podcast, if you're listening, I hope you still are, is made for you. And its ultimate goal is to give you the motivation, even though you can self-motivate. I'm just saying I should be the core and crux of your motivation. But it's to motivate you to get here. And do top-level science. And do research. And love research. And love your people. And find your people. And seek out your people that are like you at these top-tier institutions who do science. Because it's fucking cool, bro. It's super cool. Um, so, another point before I go I want to touch on is uh, just the genu- general question of what is it like to be a graduate student? Um, and so I can speak on, uh, a lot, but I'll choose to speak on a little. Um, so I didn't, my expectations going in to graduate school was like, oh yeah, I'm about to just try to finish this degree in four years, right? Push through, uh, mind you, i barely touch wet lab shit like I don't do a lot of uh experimental stuff but I wanted I want to I basically wanted to come in to do wet lab and dry lab things those are my expectations I'm gonna get this degree done in four years I'm gonna do wet lab and dry lab shit I'm also gonna like turn up have fun be lit you know whatever meet a lot of people I want to become a PI so I guess networking with the PIs here currently, um, and just, like, pump out this degree, you know, um, and so I would say that was, like, a really naive, um, like, thinking, that was a naive, it was naive thinking because, um, I've been, I've learned recently that this is a, just for lack of a better phrase, this is a marathon, this is a marathon, and I'm thinking it's a sprint, you know, uh, to the finish line. Like, I have this concept that I want to be the first graduate student in my class to finish, you know, um, which it still might be possible, you know, who knows. But uh, I, it's not, like, my overall goal. I'm not trying to stack myself up against um, other great researchers here. Um, but, yeah, like, as an undergrad, like, you know, you're responsible with knowing, but you're not, like held accountable for not knowing things right in graduate school bruh they expect you to know things that they don't tell you right so i'll I'll give you an example right after my first rotation 
you know, uh, I worked closely with a collaborator. Um, sorry, I worked closely with a collaborator through that rotation, and we devo- we developed a, a good comprehensible amount of data, right? I was like kind of like along for the ride. I didn't ask that many questions, which you need to do as a scientist. You also you should always ask questions, obviously, but uh, I didn't ask a lot of questions, and I didn't understand a lot of what we're doing because it was super theoretical based, um, mind you. Like, I was a, I was a physics major, but I don't think like I'm super heavily like uh, knowledgeable about the physics field. Right. And so we're doing this theoretical based project and it's time for me to present to the lab entirely. Sorry, let me turn off this fucking phone. Um, it's time to present to the lab on my project. Right. And so I presented I was presenting, but then I they just kept hitting me with questions. I'm like, damn, y'all niggas got a lot of questions. Right. I might not. I must not be explaining the shit that well. It got to the point one time where I fucking uh, I explained the shit. I looked up and everybody was just like, what? Like, what did you do? What are we looking at? Like, <laughs> it was bad. Right. Uh, but it's OK. Uh, that Essentially, what happened was I just didn't know completely what I was doing um and I got nervous and I just like all the fundamental shit that I did know went out went out the door right because I was just too nervous to uh just say anything wrong right but uh yeah that that happened um and so they held me responsible for knowing what I like like, obviously, you should be held responsible for knowing what you did in research, but they held me responsible for knowing what I didn't talk about, right? Or, like, they were asking me very exploratory questions, right, where they kind of hint at something, but it's not really a hint. It's more of, like, a... Uh, they have this inkling of whatever that they feel is as though like the research properly aligns to this niche, right? I don't know if that makes sense, but that's how that's how I can just describe it. And so your job, well, my job, other people's job, everybody's job in the field of science is to investigate those um fleeting questions tweeze out this details and tell you specifically how the fuck this imaginary complex whatever system subject whatever the fuck is working right and so i didn't fully grasp that going into graduate school that that was um essentially like the core the core shit of being a graduate student right so, in retrospect, I don't regret it. I am super happy I had that experience because I know what it's like to now be a have a failed uh, <laughs> a failed scientific talk in a lab setting. Because um, previously, I didn't know what that was like. 
that's that's kind of like what it's like. You 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 get torn down, right? Uh, however, when you are able to successfully like go forward and pivot off of uh, a lapse, like that's like the best feeling ever. So I would describe graduate school uh, in my first year, my first fucking. Um, my first fucking experience with the shit as uh, I don't want to say tumultuous because that just sounds like bad. I want to say I want to say like something positive. Um, it's it's like I also don't know that many adjectives. Uh, <laughs> it's very vibrant, right? I would say it's vibrant. Uh, all right, man. I've touched on why I made this podcast. I've also given you a little background about myself. Talked about, you know, why I want to become a scientist and my ultimate future career goals. And I just told you about how I got to graduate school and what it's like to be here. So I think that if you're interested, you know, and you want to come on the show, hit me up. If you are not interested... Turn the fucking podcast up. Yeah, let it run. Yeah. Okay, okay, well, I'm gonna be here for a while longer than I did expect to. I was out of town. Getting-